0: You are Locked On Padres, your daily San Diego Padres podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day for Wednesday, November 4th. My name, of course, is Javier Reyes, your host of this here Locked on Padres podcast. Check out and follow our Twitter page for the show, which is at L O underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Ha 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 I love doing that every time, which is spelled J A V I I P E N O. And if you feel so inclined, please hit me up on either of those two accounts with any questions, comments, or concerns you might have, and I'll try and answer them and maybe even answer them on the show. As of this time recording, I haven't decided yet, but I might uh go check out the Twitter page because I might have put out the bat signal for uh, questions for this Friday's uh, uh, episode. I think I'm going to do some uh, a mailbag episode, but uh, anyway, stay tuned for that, of course. Follow those accounts, very good stuff. And today's episode is a very fun one, I think. I, about a month or so ago, I talked with, uh, or not about a month ago or so, I should say about a month ago or so, these two individuals uh, released this kind of dis-rap song on Twitter, and it kind of went viral on Padre's Twitter, uh, The covering kind of the song California Love by Tupac, and I thought it would just be so much fun to have these guys on, and you might be wondering, hey, why am I having these guys on when this thing came out a month ago? Well, you'll have to stay tuned because I figured, uh, well... Did these guys potentially reverse jinx everything? I don't know. But anyway, this is a really fun discussion and totally different than what I usually talk about on the show. Obviously, I just thought it would be a fun little uh, kind of distraction, I guess, for these times and whatnot. Just like a fun little uh, goofy episode. So yeah, without so, yeah, without further ado, guys, l- let's go. And everybody, welcome back to another episode. We are doing a very fun uh, interview today. A lot of interviews this week, honestly. Uh, but I have two special guests that I'm being joined by, and you might be familiar all my Padres fans out there, you might be familiar with their video, their, their rap video that they did about a month or so ago, a little less than a month or so ago. Um, that's Rosario and Fernando. Before we get into uh, kind of why I wanted to have them on the podcast, aside from just talking about the video, first of all, how are you guys doing?
1: We're doing good. How are you, man? <laughs> doing pretty good, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this, is, this is really great. Um, but here's the thing, man. Like I said, the video came out. About a month or so ago, you know, it's going viral on Twitter. Some people dunking on you guys in a mean way, other people just saying this is crazy, this is happening. <laughs> I saw I see the Twitter sphere as it could kind of get to everybody at some point. You know how Twitter is. But uh you know, look what ended up happening. You guys are saying, Oh, the Dodger dogs and all these things, and then the Dodgers won the World Series. Do you guys at all <laughs> feel responsible for jinxing it in the opposite direction with this video?
1: So that's something that we've been getting. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it was meant as, you know, there's always a rivalry here between us and LA. There's always going to be a rivalry. It it was just meant for, you know, we we saw that it was a playoff, you know, divisional matchup. We, we had to do it. And we knew that, you know, their team's really good, you know, and we're, we're aware of that. We go, yeah, we'll still do it. So we were aware that that, you know, was one of the outcomes, um, and you know obviously it wasn't the outcome we necessarily wanted but that's how it ended up happening all respect to them but yeah we just had to we had to make it for the occasion
2: listen this is all i'm going to say is that uh, this is Rosario here but all i'm going to say is that we've been padres fans for our whole lives now following this team and through the bad days and i'm talking the bad bad times you know
1: mm-hmm. and
2: uh I'm never going to pass up on any opportunity to diss the Dodgers. They could win another six more. you still got to diss them in the city of L.A. And, you know, there was just so much hype surrounding it. In um, people in San Diego, they were, and now they're finally getting excited over the Padres. You know, Tatis, Machado, we got a great nucleus of guys. And, you know, that's something that uh, I don't think you could pass up. And all I got to say to the Dodger fans is they won, and congrats on their World Series. But I don't know. That series might be a little bit different if we got Clevenger and LaMette on the mound. You know, I, <laughs> I wasn't the one who uh, injured their arms. It might be a very different uh, outcome. <laughs>
0: yeah for sure and it's it's really you know when it comes to timing first of all i mean honestly just kind of uh uh you know break the fourth wall here just honestly the timing of he having you guys on the podcast is slightly some people would say a little bit behind and you know sometimes yeah, i am I'm a little so bit behind really i'm not about, gonna lie like,
2: three or four weeks behind but that's yeah, all yeah. fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> just 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 a tad bit but i thought you know why not my excuse for it is that the diners now won the world series and i thought it'd be funny it reminded yeah, me yeah. of the video and Fair i enough. went to go see and of course uh people are you you know, messaging you, the Dodgers fans, using the Joe Kelly gift and all that stuff, right? Yeah, Um, they are, they are. But you you raised a great point about the LeBet and Clevenger thing where it's just kind of – this, like, the I can't remember the last time a playoff team in baseball lost, like, two of its aces, like, a week before yeah. the postseason, so <laughs> yeah. it really was uh, poor luck, and even some of the, the cool Dodgers fans I, I know, and admittedly, of course, there are not many, but even them, they were like, I mean, <laughs> I still think they are like, hey, I think still think we should have won, but it is really bad luck with the <laughs> LeBet and Clevenger thing. Um <laughs>
2: listen i gotta give yeah no i gotta give the dodger uh fans credit some of them like we were just reading the roasts and we're just like laughing like (laughs) they
1: they were really good we got like la jolla's most wanted
2: uh another good one was like uh they were calling us turbo virgins that one was really funny and then they were yeah they were um Or they're like Biggie and Pac are rolling in their graves right now. Like (laughs) I don't even think we should be compared to those guys. Even getting mentioned in the same sentence. But uh, we're kind of just comedians. We know that we're uh, yeah we know that we're not really Biggie and Pac and everything like that. And we're fine with that. But you know with everything going on in the world uh, right now, we kind of just wanted to make a funny video and uh, you know kind of just get people excited and get a good laugh. Honestly.
0: Yeah, for sure. 100%, man. And I'm glad that you guys are taking it in stride. You know what I mean? And I feel like yeah, a lot of, of that is because, you know, the season was so great on top of it. Not just because, you know, you it guys was. are have this nice viral video, but also just because it was a great season. And, yeah. you know, that really, I imagine, inspired the video. What what goes into that? First of all, what goes into just the, the process of making the, the lyrics, I guess, for the video? And then what was well, it like just shooting that thing at this point, especially
1: during the current situation we're all in?
2: 30. My brother, Ferdy's the genius behind this. I'll let him uh, take it So away. I've <laughs> been writing things like this, you know, for mostly
1: for, like, classes or stuff like that, or, you know, it, it's just something that, that I kind of like doing, you know, oh, hey, that's a funny idea, you know, make a – song about that or little raps here and there you know in high school we we dropped a uh, a diss track on our rival high school for a football game and that one went viral around the school so this was like hey let's do it for the city you know but i i basically just sat down and i'm like okay what lines are funny that people could see these guys aren't serious like ultra serious Mm -hmm. but also they'll piss Dodger fans off. (laughs) So I tried to strike, you know, the balance between that. And there's so much stuff that just ends up on the cutting room floor. I asked my brother, our other little brother, uh, Salvatore, he's the filmer. So we went down there, down to Petco Park on a Saturday morning. He filmed us around, you know, he's in high school, a sophomore in high school, and he was just, you know, uh, filming for us. So, so it's just kind of a group uh, a group project there, and there's a lot of stuff that that lines I write that are like too stupid, and my brother Rosario is the one who who keeps me from cutting myself there and says, "Hey, no, dude, that that's really stupid. Keep that out." So <laughs> you're only seeing the less stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, yeah, funny. Um, that's funny. That's funny probably to expand on that. So he is kind of like the uh, lyrical genius behind it all. He comes up with all the lyrics, you know, he'll uh, cause I'm like the super, he's a big Padres fan, uh, but I'm like the super diehard fan where, you know, I rarely, if ever miss a game, you know, I just, that's kind of what we have now in San Diego. Cause you know, we used to be big charger fans. They left, you know, it right. is very nice to see them blow leads in LA. That's always uh nice to see, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, he's the lyrical genius. And then uh, I'll give him kind of lines like, Hey, write about this or, you know, mention something about, you know, you know uh Dodger dogs or you know Be- Bellinger's having a rough season right now, you know that didn't la- end very well unfortunately, but <laughs> um and we kind of just went down there to uh Peco Park uh around downtown San Diego, and we were just like, you know let's let's run with this. we got some funny lines, you know, we kind of play off of the it's of the uh nerdy white guy uh bit a little bit, and you know we're kind of <laughs> just there having a fun time. And, you know, um, yeah, we ran with it. We were expecting some views because we made a diss track in high school on our uh, rival high school. That one ended a lot better because our football team ended up winning 60-0 to after that one. And yeah, we thought that, that was viral because uh, that, that was two years ago. Yeah, that was two years ago in high school. And, you know, it was the same thing. Our high school loved it. The opposing high school hated it. But uh, yeah, with this one, we were expecting something like maybe, you know, five or 10,000 views, something little like among, you know, Padres Twitter. But you know, they started sharing it and it started blowing up and then Dodger fans started sharing it and it started blowing up. <laughs> and then it really, it like doubled in views. We were at 350 and we're like, whoa, this is crazy. And then Yeah, like 350K, and then we wake up, like, the next morning and Barstool Sports posts it. Right, yeah, I saw that. And they're, like, kind of, you know, ribbing us, but we're of the mentality that, hey, you know, any publicity is good publicity, (laughs) and we're just trying to get people to laugh and have a good time.
0: Um my bad guys. I didn't see you there. I was just now I got a little bit of the, the built bars. Let me tell you about built bars, guys. They're super, super, super good. I just gotta talk to you about them really quick, okay? Here's the breakdown. All right. First of all they're super soft and super easy to chew and covered in 100% chocolate. Mm. Oh, you're not sold yet? Well, check this out. They've got 12 original flavors. they got coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate orange, toffee almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie. Check out that. Oh, you're still not sold? Well, they got six amazing new flavors that I dare you not to be hungry. I dare you not to uh, get hungry just hearing these flavors. You ready? They've got caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. You're still, you're still not sold? We'll check this out among the, all, uh, you know, all that stuff aside. All right, they taste good in that flavor. You're not sold yet? We'll check this out, guys. They're also healthy for you. They're great for the keto diet. They have high fiber, high protein, low sugar, and low calories. So maybe you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm kind of interested. You got anything else for me? Well, yes, I do. If you go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED ON, you'll get 20% off your next order. That is promo code LOCKED ON for 20% off at builtbar.com. Go check it out. Absolutely, but look, I love that you guys are taking it in stride. It's so fun, and it's true. It did it. It's just. It's like you guys were like, you know, just some ten crack commandment seriousness. You know what I mean? That's not what it struck me as. It felt like very, you know, it felt like a very silly type of video. And right. you know, when was the last time Padres fans were really able to actually at least have some legitimacy to their, you know, not boistering really and swagger? You know, it doesn't not happen really much.
2: ever. I, I mean, yeah, that's the thing too. Is that it's. Uh, yeah, we've been bad for so long. I'm 18 years old, and the last time we had made the playoffs before this in 06, I was four years old. You know, I didn't remember that. In my generation, we don't remember that. So this is really the, yeah, the first, you know, really good team that we've seen. And the nice thing about it is is that, you know, pretty much all these guys, Cronenworth, Tatis, Grisham, Machado, Myers, Hosmer, you know, they're all going to be there next year. So, you know, we're going to have a uh, – good team for the next few few years here and we got a top-ranked farm so it's really an exciting time to be a uh, San Diego Padres fan and you haven't been able to say that <laughs> very much in the past
0: yeah absolutely not and look and I'm not gonna lie man I'm not gonna lie it's a shot at my charges just now but I understand that's the uh, yeah. the kind of uh you know once they left San Diego you left them and that's fair because I live in Jersey of so course. for me it wasn't as although I had to admit I thought about it and these days, I'm like, yeah, I probably should have abandoned ship. I'm still mad, uh, just for an right. insider to me, is that my right. sister is a Green Bay Packers fan. Why didn't she, like, <laughs> raise me that way growing up? I would be so much happier right now. Like, <laughs> It's one of those steps, like, you, you had the opportunity. Why would you let me go down this path, you know? Oh, my gosh. Literally, it's like Anakin, the Jedi Order, just letting him down. <laughs> like, come on. Well, the um, thing
1: is, too, you know, being in – sorry. Being over there, ahead. you know, in Jersey and stuff, you got – It's at least like, for for us, it was more like, oh, like, you know, they were right here and they left. Being on the Mm -hmm. East Coast, at least, it's not that much of a a drastic difference, whether they're in L.A., whether they're in SD. For us, it was like a personal, like, damn, they're not going to be at Qualcomm anymore. They're not going to be here.
2: we were season ticket holders, we'd go to the games. We were, uh, yeah, big fans of them. But now it's, you know, just all Padres.
0: Yeah, man, that's that's just how it how it goes sometimes, I guess. It's the lone I, I, I will, big sports team for them though. Professional. I will industry. tell
2: you what I will tell you what we messed up on though is that if we had been doing this uh just a little bit earlier uh we would have loved to drop a uh, Dean Spano's this track. Oh yeah. That one would have a 100% approval rating. <laughs> I I think so too. That would have been approved from doesn't matter where people are from, they would have approved of that.
0: Yeah, even people who don't like the Chargers, they'd be like, yeah, we agree with this. This is bad. It's bad. Not necessarily the best of odors. Um, last couple of things I wanted to ask you guys, just to just let you, you know, boast about the the, the, the Padres for just a little bit. Just ask you guys a couple yeah. questions. That's just, you know, what were some of your – maybe if you guys had each of you could choose, like, your favorite moment of the seasons, Favorite, like, kind of moment of the season. It could be a small thing, a big thing, or whatever. And then just what are you guys looking forward to from the Padres, if if anything, like, kind of in this off offseason in free agency?
1: For me, uh, I, I definitely say the Grand Slams, just the rush of uh, Slam Diego, you know, mm-hmm. and, and breaking the record there for consecutive ones in a season that was, that was insane. That's really when I'd say, you know, most Padre fans were watching, were like, okay, the team's, you know, the team's good this year, but that's when it got out to the whole city that, okay, they're solid. And, and that's when the buzz started. Unfortunately, you know, it didn't go all the way, but I would say the buzz started from then and
2: lasted all the way until the divisional round. Mm-hmm. There was, mm-hmm. For me, it would be a couple of things. So I guess on the player side, I would go with the reemergence of Will Myers. Because mm-hmm. he went from not even really starting in the everyday lineup in 2019 and you know we were striking out at almost a 40 percent clip he was just not hitting well to he's hitting you know oh 290 almost almost 300 the whole year and he was just a monster he was he was a huge piece to the team and with all the rumors of us trading him you know that was a great move that we didn't trade him Mm -hmm. for me though yeah probably what i would have to say besides this uh clinching playoffs, and, you know, obviously the Tatis bat flip in the playoffs, that was incredible, was there was a game in Arizona that we went, and uh, we were up in the ninth thing, you know. It was a Sunday day game, and we ended up blowing it. And that took us to below 500 on the season, and you're thinking, oh, God, here you go. It's going to be, you know, they start off hot, another one of their meltdowns. And I want to say the next day we go into Texas and face the Rangers, and that's just when we, you know, pile it on them and we score all those runs. And I want to say it was either that game versus the Rangers or the very next one where Tatis hits uh, the three-o grand slam that leaves mm-hmm. it all off. And, you of know, you could just see the, the camaraderie and the fire in the team. And, you know, they don't want to be walked all over anymore. They have fire and they have passion. And that was, that was just amazing to see
0: absolutely man and you know what's crazy is that this was the first this is not like some team that we knew for sure was going to be competitive this year we thought they'd be right. i should say competitive but we didn't think right. you know oh man they might be one of the like six best teams in the league we didn't know that what are you guys kind of looking for them to do in the future like in free agency or i don't know even in the maybe not the draft draft is a little bit too uh, a little bit niche i'd say but what are you guys looking forward to uh potentially that pulling off uh the wonder the wonder man the the magician that is aj preller yeah.
1: Well, the big one would be potentially signing uh, Bauer. You know, Mm -hmm. I know that, that, uh, you know, our owners, Fowler and them, have already spent a lot out of their pocketbook with Machado. So it's not something – and Hosmer uh, and still Myers. So it's not something that, you know, I'm really expecting. But a signing of Bauer would be insane. And it would also be really cool because he's scrolling on Twitter so much, you know, of the roulette of where
2: I'll end up to, to, to win that (laughs) one would be, would be really, really hype.
0: Absolutely. Um,
2: For me, it would have to be, this is like one of my personal favorite players and I've been hyping this up, you know, to my dad, my brothers the whole time is, uh, I think that Mackenzie Gore is going to come up and be a really big Mm -hmm. stud. You know, I could be wrong, but I just think that he has the makings, you know, granted it's, this is, uh, hopefully if he avoids arm injury or Tommy John or whatever that may be, uh, I think he has the potential makings of a, you know, future ace and more specifically a three-headed monster. If he could, uh, you know, be a top-of-rotation arm, you know, that would be a really deadly trio between Mike Clevenger, Denelson Lamette, and Mackenzie Gore at the top of next year's lineup. And we got Davies for another year of control, and then, you know, We'll see. We got some other young arms. Morahan is looking great. Patino can make the rotation. And, you know, even Chris Paddock, I want' not give up hope on him yet. You know, uh, I think if he could uh, just find himself mentally almost, I think he could be, you know, like he was his rookie year. You know, sophomore slumps, those are common. But uh, we could have – my big piece would be if Mackenzie Gore could come up and be an ace, I think that would be – huge for us because I think if you have three top of rotation arms with our hitting through the lineup, one through nine, I think that's going to be a very hard team to beat for anyone in the MLB.
0: Hey, it's it's a great point, man. It really, that's the other thing about this team is despite, you know, they're great. They've got all these superstars that came up this year and, you know, just had their breakout seasons, I should say. And then what's crazy is, guess what? There's still a lot of stuff out, you know, uh, (laughs) in the future. That's the crazy part. It is a great time to be a Padres
2: fan Fantastic time to be a Padres fan and uh you know hopefully we could see him in person next year that would be great if you know everything uh goes well you know we'll wait and see but yeah it is an absolutely fantastic time to be a fan of the Padres and you haven't really been able to say that for since 1998 really.
0: Yeah, pretty much, man. Um, but with that said, uh, Fernando Rosario, it's been a blast having you guys on the show. Before I let you guys go, though, if you have anything else you want to plug aside from the video, maybe I'm of course going to link that in the description if you haven't seen it already. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what you're doing. You know, if you're on, if you're on the internet and haven't seen the video, I don't know what you're doing. But do you have anything else you, uh, you guys would like to plug?
1: Uh, not at all. You could just uh, find us on on Twitter if you're interested. I'm at Ferdy Raps. Uh, he, my brother's at Caruso Kids, C O R U S S O Kids.
2: And yeah, Javier, I just wanted to say uh, thank you so much for having us on the show. And uh, as always, go Padre. We're looking forward to next season.
0: All right, 100%, man. Take care. Hey, you take thank care.
2: You. Thank you.
0: And that is a wrap, everybody, on today's edition of the podcast Talking to Fernando. And Rosario it was super fun. <laughs> I thought you guys would enjoy it. Uh, be sure to, you know, check out their stuff and follow them on Twitter if you guys would like. I'll link them, of course, in the description. Uh, but, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Tomorrow's episode is going to be a fun one with Chris Castellani of Locked On Tigers. How did I find a way to have him on the podcast? Well, you know, news. Baseball news is happening. It's the offseason, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm finding ways to, to get every Locked On host on the podcast. Believe me. Uh, that was a fun one tomorrow, too. So, yeah. With that all being said, guys, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast, wherever. Just look it up in the old search bar, and I guarantee you, you will find it. Follow the show or myself on Twitter, that's at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account is at Javapeno which is spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O and if you'd like you could send me some five star goody goody reviews on the iTunes or Apple Podcast app and until next time stay safe and of course stay faithful my Friar Faithful homies take care